0: Welcome to the latest PMO Podcast uh, with me, Ben Smith. Um, And today we're gonna be talking about the latest RAGI results. Um, Recently, the RAGI results for Q1 2023 have come out. Uh, And to talk us through those today, which is good news we've got a guest uh, because it's not my specialist subject, um, is Alex Blakemore, who is a newsroom producer here at Marketeers. Alex, welcome.
1: Thank you. Nice to be here, Ben. Thanks for having me.
0: An absolute pleasure. Uh, Before we talk about that in a little bit more detail, Um, On my quick plug, a normal plug, uh, for the Creative Moment Awards, Uh, the entry deadline is coming up at the end of this month. The final entry deadline is coming up at the end of June, but if you want to take advantage of the early bird rate, um, do try and get your entries in before the end of this month, which is, of course, May, depending on when you're listening to this show. Um, And I should say thanks so much to the PR Moment podcast sponsors, the PRCA. Alex, welcome. Welcome. Uh, just go on, give us your, your top-line findings, your thoughts on uh, what the Q1 2023 radio results.
1: It's been another fabulous quarter for radio. It shows how it's still going strong, how people love radio. They can listen to it wherever they are, and it's just such an easy and enjoyable medium to listen to. The figures show that there's still 49.3 million adults listening to radio every single week. That's 88% of the population. That figure is ever slightly down on uh, the last quarter but that was you know 89% of the population we're talking very small margins here so really strong and really positive to see that people are still loving and listening to radio in their droves
0: yeah I, I mean we've done a few of these these radio re- results reviews now and the, the numbers those top line numbers are pretty steady to be fair aren't they um and I just, they're mind-boggling numbers to me i mean you know i try and think about it from a personal empathize with it from a personal perspective how how often how much am i listening to the radio and i trust the truth is it does add up doesn't it because when you're in the car it's on when you wake up in the morning um and what was the other stat you said that the, the total weight well, you, you're going to talking about total listening hours that, i mean that's was it 20 20.4 hours a week yeah is that, is a week that
1: right? so 20.4 hours a week and interestingly uh in this quarter for the first time uh, in the last couple of quarters of radio figures it's actually overtaken TV so you were saying there about how you're quite shocked by the figures if you think about it everywhere you walk you jump in the car you listen to radio you're cooking the dinner you get it on your smart speaker TV you have to actually think about switching on the telly sitting down taking in that content radio is just a really diverse uh, medium that people can really get involved with and I think it is interesting to see that it is um, now in this quarter more popular than TV
0: I was going to talk about it in a moment. Let's just touch on it, because it, it just got me thinking when you were, were talking about that number. So you've got the, the radar figures are just include radio. So they don't include podcast numbers. Is right. that right? And when you think about the TV numbers, there the TV I think was at 17.8 hours per week on TV. That's just BBC one, two, two three, three, four. Presumably does that include iPlayer well. and 5 so it well? doesn't I don't
1: think it includes um, at all the right. streaming so it stuff
0: but it definitely doesn't include Netflix or no so it's it, it, in that sense radio's got well they've both got bits to add I guess haven't they in that sense so yeah. it's, they're, they're both going to be better than what we're talking about in essence is, is kind of yeah. where I'm going with that
1: and I think the thing with the radio as well it's such a personal thing every presenter is talking to you they always use you it's that connection that they have with the listener you see it all the time with local radio you know they're speaking to that community that specific audience Um, and in a pr sense that's a really powerful thing because every every sentence every message that is being passed on through that medium is directly to that audience and that one single person tv it's different you know you talk you, you listen to the news on tv it's a bit more generic the way they talk around it they'll get guests on on radio it's always brought back to the listener so i think it's that connection that drives people to listen to live radio right. instead of maybe streams
0: well you touched on there so what do these radio results what's the messages coming out from these radio results for pr people what, what are the implications for them what they should what, what should they be doing more of what should they be doing less of
1: I think the biggest benefit for people in PR is that some radio stations are proving that they really know their audience. Mm -hmm. So the benefit of that is that if you are looking to get a message across or you want to get involved uh, with the news output at that station, you can really target what your product is, what your message is, to an audience you know are listening to that station.
0: So so what you're saying is that they're, uh, they're a bit more niche be that by geography, be that by listener demographic, they tend to be a bit more niche than TV or 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 other or, or some some websites, frankly, because they're they're very much focused on producing content for that audience.
1: Exactly, and you know the choice now that you can get with radio. I mean, absolute have absolute eighties. You know, there's country hits, the Greatest Hits Network, which have done really really well um, in this quarter. They've had a huge boost to network. They've seen their weekly reach rise by over um, a million listeners every week. So now five million one hundred sixteen thousand people are listening to the greatest. Hits Network that's up from three million nine hundred seventy-seven thousand. And the great thing about the Greatest Hits Network is that they've got lots of regional strands. So all the news is is regional. So there'll be there's even uh, Greatest Hits for Lincolnshire and Rutland, which is a really small county, Rutland. And all of the news and all of the voices on there are local. But then they've also got the big names like the Ken Bruce's that have just recently moved there from Radio Two. So it's always so it's bringing it slice in... and dice
0: to content. To, to create a mix if you like so you get your ken bruce's or your simon mayo's but also you get your, your local news uh, and local presenters as well is that how yeah works? so
1: in the mornings um there is some local presenters but then obviously it's shared across the network later in the day um but again i think it's about So, for example, say you wanted to target a region and you've gone to the BBC Locals, but you maybe want to go to the commercials. You could go to Greatest Hits and you could have that big name which will draw the initial audience, but then you can say, okay, so I want to target somebody in Leicestershire because it's a story that's great there. And you can then get onto their news bulletin in Leicestershire with the draw of those big names as well.
0: Right. So where are we with BBC Local Radio versus... Commercial like local radio. Who who's up? Who's down? Who's winning?
1: So I think BBC, with BBC local radio, they're going through. Um a challenging time there's lots of changes that are happening um the bbc are looking to regionalize certain shows um so the 39 local radio stations um which all have individual shows throughout the day um a lot of the drive will eventually be shared across maybe two or three
0: but but radio that's stations. But, but that hasn't come out in these results yet right that's not, that's sort of in, not com- in coming down the line that's
1: coming down the line and there's been a lot of support actually across um the uh, journalism and radio world for BBC Local Radio. We're at the Arias here at Marketeers just a few weeks ago, and um, I could name four or five speeches that mentioned how um, important BBC Local Radio is not just to the BBC but local regions. And you can see that in the figures as well. well
0: you know. go, talk us through that then because it, w- w- this is pre the changes which we should, we should make clear, uh, to, to BBC Local Radio. But commercial lo- ra- local radio has, has, has had a good run, so is there a choice to be made there, or do you just go for both if you're a PR person and you're planning your campaign? How, what, what, what? I think
1: it's a, it's a good idea to go for both in okay. terms of if you want to go to a local community. So, for example, BBC Local Radio, you can see from these figures, has got a real loyal audience. So it's um, weekly... Listening hours has gone from um, seven to seven point five hours. So it's showing that the people that are listening to local radio are listening for longer. They're committed to the station. They want to know what's happening locally. There's also been some really big gains at certain stations. If you look at BBC Radio Northampton, they're up thirty percent um, from you know sixty eight thousand to ninety seven thousand. You've also got places like BBC Essex that are up seventeen percent. So B- there is an appetite for BBC local radio. And then on top of the commercial side with greatest hits um also global do a lot of local uh, news network obviously internet network shows they also have a local drive program as well still there and um you know it's a real opportunity to get into those local areas but,
0: and is there much competition so if you get if you get on local if you get on BBC Northampton which someone has obviously it's gone up 30% um do does the 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 um the, the, the commercial radio equivalent go oh, I'm not going to touch that
1: from from marketers we don't find that we yeah. find that if there's a really strong local story and there's a reason why it needs to be in local with local audiences then That's it fine. doesn't matter journalists are journalists and you know producers are producers a good story a good voice it, it sells Right,
0: fine. Um, so just going through the numbers a little bit in more detail we've got weekly radio weekly reach is currently at 49.3 million adults Uh, Which is down a bit, but not particularly significantly because that in the last quarter, so Q4 2022, that was at 49.7 million. Um, and eighty-eight percent of the population is li- li- is listening to the radio compared to eighty-nine percent um, last quarter. Which, uh, I, yeah, that's uh, we think there might be a World Cup story in there. Do we? Is that is that what we're saying on that? What yeah, there's think?
1: there's an interesting um, line when it comes to talk sport, um because they've had really strong results this quarter. They've um, the argument could be they benefited benefited from the World Cup in Qatar over Christmas. Um, they've seen their reach spike from two point nine million to 3.2 million and that's one of their highest uh um that we can think of in recent memory so really really strong figures for them um and i think also in terms of that you were talking about the numbers of people 46 percent of the population um are listening to bbc radio um but there's still a real you're talking about the competition there is a bit of a battle that's going on between the bbc and commercial because commercial as we've seen over the last you know three or four quarter results that we've had there's been a real surge in the numbers of people listening to commercial 38.6 million people are listening to commercial compared to the bbc's 32.2 million
0: right um and the the, the do we think there's a you're talking about talk sport there just for for, for example um the news, net, the news channels are doing pretty well as well, are they? I was just wondering whether that, you know that sport, that escapism for people—it's been a pretty serious news agenda for the last twelve, eighteen months, isn't it? I wonder whether there was a—you know—it's pure speculation, but maybe there's a there's some reasoning behind that to, to justify those changes. I
1: think there's an element of that. I think people want to be uplifted. I think people don't want to, you know, hear depressing news all the time yeah. although they do want to hear that because they want to know what's going on locally they want to know what's going to you know have an impact in their life There's also been some really big sporting moments in the UK, not just the World Cup, but you think about the women's Euros, um, the numbers of people that women are getting to, you know, um, their games now, the Lionesses. So there's been a big surge in women's sport. There's, um, you know, the, the Commonwealth Games was fairly recent in Birmingham. So, you know, people are more, I think more people have got interested in sport. And I think that has really, you know, played to the likes of Talk Sport and also, you know, Five Live do a lot of sport programming as well.
0: Right. Um, we should talk about the i suppose the Ken Bruce effect greatest hits radio network um and you can't ignore there's a, a discussion that we had about radio two on that isn't there um I mean should we start off on the, on the radio two angle of that of that story because um these results don't you, you, Ken Bruce was still up radio 2 when yeah. was during q4 last year but before that various other presenters had left, and vanessa phelps had left radio Some 2 man. so they've had a few people leaving but you know i was looking at it frankly if i'm in control of radio 2 budgets so i'm going well that's okay because they're that they've increased their their, their listenership by one percent so it's pretty much as you were um despite their losing apparently so much significant talent
1: They've also brought in significant talent, though, if you look at it. The likes of Scott Mills, who, you know, was extremely popular on Radio 1. He's almost seen that age range of people that have grown up with him and followed through. I'm one of those who has now gone to Radio 2 and followed him there. Um, I also think that, you know, although big names draw audiences, I think radio to know what people want they do really great music they have celebrities you know they always include great stories and i think people as long as the content doesn't change too much i think people will stay loyal to a station um yeah they may have you know a few thousand may have gone over to cam bruce but i think there's you know opportunity for both there um and i, I think, think
0: it's pretty good i would have thought they'd be pretty pleased with that number it's really radio positive, two, but as you, as you say the,
1: the only caveat i guess is that the likes of Ken Bruce you know we won't really see the real picture of that switch because it was very early stages in this quarter until the next quarter results right
0: um and the other half of that story is greatest hits radio that they're also going to be pretty happy frankly
1: oh great yeah well, as i mentioned earlier their you know reach has gone to has grown by over a million listeners every single week um they've got some really big names they've also done a lot of tv advertising recently you've probably seen it with the kind of quirky arty uh breakfast that they're all eating all the presenters i think it's a it's a great great um time for them there's also some interesting results um in terms of breakfast as well mm-hmm. so heart fm uh, their breakfast program with jamie and amanda um they're now at. Um, Uh, over 4 million listeners every single week um, that's surpassing 4 million for the first time in their history.
0: And how does that compare to the other breakfast shows for example? So for example
1: um, they're closing the gap on um, on Greg James uh, and have, have overtaken um, uh, not cl- overtaken but they've closed the gra- gap on Greg James. Um, he's actually down not by much really I don't think he'll be losing sleep over it he's still a very popular breakfast show host um, but he is um, yeah he's down to four million forty-seven thousand. as I say a slight change it was 4 million 265,000 but you know that it seems again that you know um, commercials are, are doing really well, and people, yeah. you know, like what they're offering to audiences.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'm not in this sector, but as the, from an outsider looking in, it would seem that would be the case that they've 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 invested in talent and shows and technology as well over the past few years. Commercial are business,
1: so, uh, are businesses, so they have to make money. They have to, you know, have a really strong focus on what works for them. They know their audiences inside out, um, and because of that, whenever they bring it to the air, it does well.
0: Um, and just on the the other side of things, on the um, that the simulcast that we were talking about a bit earlier, and there's podcasts as part of that, which I know are outside of this result. But there's some interesting trends going on there about using radio content across different channels.
1: As you know, as someone who champions radio and has worked in radio for a very long time, I know marketeers are very much the same. There's something about radio that continues to lead the way you know we were talking earlier about streaming and netflix and how tv might be struggling because of that sort of stuff people always seem to tune into radio and i think the bbc and commercials know that and therefore radio is still at the very forefront forefront of their plans you know people were always saying oh you know x will be the death of radio or people will switch off from radio and that just hasn't been the case and you can see that in examples um so the likes of um talk radio who um have also had some really good results there um basically uh, on 840,000 now that's up from 608,000 in the last quarter and they simulcast onto tv so there's talk tv um, a lot of the content that they do goes on tv and on radio now same with gb news they have gb news radio and um, their figures have gone up slightly 319,000 up from 306 and even the bbc i uh, think may have seen that and gone you know what radio is brilliant nikki campbell does a, a brilliant phone-in um in in the mornings now, just now, not just on Five Live, but also on the BBC News Channel. It's on BBC Two as well on the TV, um, and they're putting a lot of investment in kind of the graphics on that and making radio almost something that you want to tune into on the TV as well.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to say, I mean, it, it, yes, you need to put in some some investment, of course, but it's it presumably it makes sense from a content a bang a bang for your buck from your content perspective because you've got the talent but you're, you're putting it out to different audiences across different channels so therefore it's more cost effective as well and a really um,
1: brilliant thought for, for PR as well the opportunity that presents right. if you think about the reach if you just went on a TV programme um, on a radio show your reach is you know going then to the TV show as well um, but it also is important to think about the way that we set up interviews as well because traditionally you'd have ISDN um, or you know you just do a over the phone but now um journalists are thinking a lot more about okay can i get this in vision for you know if we want to put it on socials if it's going to go on tv we need to have good quality you know zoom connection or um you know it's it's becoming more than just about radio because um everyone's having to kind of adapt to the changing ways and you know the popularity of, of all the mediums really
0: um, just before we wrap things up, I always like to just finish these these RAJAR review sessions with uh, for people who haven't listened to these before. Just just briefly summarise, I suppose, the opportunities for PR people w- within radio. What, what does that opportunity look like, uh, and and how can they engage with the medium? I think
1: I think Ben, in all fairness, the opportunity says it in the numbers. You know, people love radio. Forty nine point three million adults listen to it. So to be able to put your message or your brand onto some of these stations, you are going to hit a brilliant audience and a widespread audience.
0: And you can and you can target and it. And you can well. target
1: yeah. it so specifically. You know, as I was saying before, radio knows its audience. These these broadcasters know their audience. So we, you know, here at Marketeers, or if you look at R, you'll be able to see where to target that that content
0: and what type of content is it is it competitions is it news where where are the where where the trends from that perspective
1: so i think news always does well especially if it's a really good story that you know people can connect with because at the end of the day it's all about audiences connecting with the content but we have also seen a bit of a shift to those lighter those quirky those fun stories so it's not always about coming up with a really strong newsy top line if you've got an interesting story an interesting person um you know maybe it's someone that's traveled the world maybe it's someone um who's come up with a cool new local you know um place to go and have coffee and they're doing it in a different way there's always a way to you know make a story interesting and it it doesn't always mean that it has to be newsy there is that lighter element as well and at the end of the day people will listen to radio because of that person that personality they connect to it because it's such a unique medium that people really do you know take away and, and think about
0: Brilliant. Alex Bigmore, thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you. It's been a
0: pleasure.